0: I am on a personal mission to motivate you to take radical responsibility for your life. We all need the reminder that our time is one of the most valuable assets we have. In the last episode, I gave you a five-step process for reclaiming your time. In this episode, I'd like to go deeper on the first step of that process, which is identifying 10 things that you might be spending too much time on. Now, we do this without shame. This is an important point because when we're going through our time inventory, we're not tying our actions to our value, worthiness, or lovability. We take inventory of our time because we are highly valuable, because we are worthy of the life we want, because we are inherently lovable. Taking radical responsibility requires us to be uninhibitedly honest with ourselves. If you're willing to do this with me because you really do want the best life for yourself and your family, then stay with me. This is the Motivation for Moms podcast. I'm Sarah Munder, and my mission is to positively impact the next generation of humans by empowering the leaders of that generation. That's you. I want to help you create the positive change that you want to make in your life. Come introduce yourself and say hi in our incredible community of like-minded women at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash motivation for moms podcast. If you're ready for next level breakthroughs in your life, in your business, relationships, health, confidence, finances, productivity, apply for coaching at motivationformoms.com. Thanks for being here. I'm absolutely honored to be on this journey with you. When you work on yourself, you help make the world a better place. For my family, for yours, and for the next generation. Now let's get to it. Welcome back to this week's episode of Motivation for Moms. Before we get into it, I want to give a special shout out to some of our newest friends in the Motivated Moms Facebook group. We've got Macy, Ruth, Stephanie, Samantha, Brittany, Bree. Tina, Christiana, Kimberly, and Honey, just to name a few. I love that name Honey. That's such a great name. So glad you're in our community. If you have not yet joined our Facebook group, come on in and introduce yourself. We'd love to hear about what goals you're working on. It's a safe place of positive women who support each other, inspire each other, and of course, motivate each other because that's what we're all here for. Today, I want to go deeper into a topic we discussed in the last episode where I offered a five-step strategy for reclaiming your time. The first step of that strategy was to make a list of 10 things that are taking up 80% of your time. When you're doing this, I want you to make this list, this time inventory, without judging it because your tendency is probably to give yourself a hard time for the things that you're doing, likely on a daily that you know are taking up more time than you think they should or that you'd like to spend on them. So there are no shoulds with this step. It's just an inventory because like I said in the intro, taking radical responsibility for our lives requires us to be uninhibitedly honest with ourselves. So I wanted to offer up some ideas to help you with this inventory. I want to be clear that the goal is to simply to get you to think about, to question the things that you spend your time on, on a regular basis. It's not to judge you if you do any of them. Some of the things I'm going to mention, maybe you spend a lot of time on because they serve you. Some of the things that I mentioned, maybe you'd actually like to spend more time on them. Again, the idea is just to get you thinking. When I work with folks in coaching calls and they identify habits or projects or goals that they want to start spending more time on, and we go through and we take inventory of what they need to say no to in order to say yes to those things, because remember, everything that you say yes to, you have to say no to something else and vice versa. So I tend to notice some themes. So number one, the most common thing that my clients report spending too much time on, you could probably guess what it is it's their phone. Now, remember, there's no judgment here. Our phones are incredibly valuable tools that we can use to help build the life we want. But more often than not, we're using our phone, particularly social media, impulsively or reactively rather than proactively and intentionally. Social media is inherently addicting. It's designed to be. So notice how many times you check your phone, particularly social media, throughout the day and how often it's done without even thinking or realizing it. Does your phone cause you to lose focus on what you are doing, sucking you into a slippery slope of swiping? Say that five times fast. Okay, number two, you may be spending too much time comparing yourself to others. Here's why this takes time from other things, because when you use the brain space comparing yourself to other women, other families, whether it's how you look, how your home looks, your family dynamic, your finances, your lifestyle, you are focusing your energy on what you don't have and inevitably feeling negatively about yourself versus focusing on what you do have now or what you can create or who you are and who you can become. Or it may be the other way around, and you might be unconsciously even comparing yourself to those who in your mind are lesser than you or have less than you, placing yourself above them, which might be feeding your ego, if we're being honest, but not necessarily empowering you to grow into the best version of yourself. Number three, you may be spending too much time on housework. Hopefully this is a huge sigh of relief. Ladies, I see this all the time. If it's not time doing the housework, it's time worrying about the housework or talking about the housework. You feel like you're never doing enough. You set unrealistic expectations on yourself to make your home perfect. And the reality is that it's never really done. And you drive yourself absolutely crazy into insanity and, in, and exhaustion don't get me wrong, I love a clean home. Having a clean, tidy, organized, beautiful home is wonderful and it can set your family up for success. But how much of it is about self-imposed expectations? I want to invite you to question the level at which you think you need to be cleaning the house. It's helpful to have clean dishes, laundry, toilets, and countertops It doesn't take a lot of time to make the bed, but how much mental and physical energy are you dumping into folding all that laundry perfectly or organizing every toy set your kids own? Maybe you like doing those things. That's fine. But if you don't, or if your unreasonable expectations are taking more time and energy than they are allowing for other things, bigger priorities, it's time to rethink. It's kind of like the idea of Working to live or living to work? Are you living the vast majority of your life cleaning? The most successful people have one thing in common. They're not going about their goals alone or without a guide. You must build in accountability and systems to make it happen. I want to invite you to join our end of year focus sprint where we are going to identify your most important priorities or projects to tackle in Q4 or the last 90 days of this year. We're going to scope them out and make a plan, coach you on how to make them happen despite your busy schedule and keep you on track and accountable for actually accomplishing these projects or priorities so that you can finish out this year, feeling strong, productive, focused on the right things, and fulfilled. When you join the focus sprint, you'll be getting over thousand dollars worth of coaching, structure, training, real life application, accountability, and support weekly over the next three months. Get this for only $97, a small investment to make when you consider how much you'll not only accomplish before the end of the year, but how much peace of mind that you'll feel knowing that you're prioritizing the most important needle movers over the next few months and you're gonna set yourself up for a really good year in 2023. I promise that this is the best $97 that you've spent yet, that if you actually do the work and you don't have an incredible last three months of the year, my team will issue you a full refund. Now here's the thing, we're gonna be moving quick into this end of year focus sprint, so we're only enrolling during the first week in October. To join us, click the link in the show notes or just go to motivationformoms.com. We're so excited for this and we hope you'll join us. I'll see you in the sprint. Number four, you may be spending too much time obsessing about your weight. Mm, This is a big one. It's one thing to want and strive to be healthy or to feel good in your skin, doing things that honor your body. But in reality, it's less common among moms to spend too much time honoring their body. And it's more common for us to obsess in an unhealthy way about our body, putting more negative energy into ourselves than positive So what might that look like? It could be thinking about your weight, talking about your weight, weighing yourself obsessively, yo-yo dieting, obsessing over food, counting every carb or calorie, tracking every morsel you put into your mouth. Listen, only you know whether your efforts to be the healthiest version of yourself have become an unhealthy obsession. Number five, you may be spending too much time exercising. On the surface, it may be hard to imagine that we could possibly spend too much time on something so good for us, but sometimes what I observe is, like the last one, exercise can become an obsession, especially in people who tend to be all or nothing about it. My good friend Jessica Thomas with Redefined specializes in creating hormone-balancing workouts, which are hardly ever any more than 20 to 30 minutes long. In fact, she often talks about the damage it can do to our bodies to over exercise, including hormone imbalance, inflammation, nutrient deficiency, or it can turn into a mental obsession that affects your mental health or is a symptom of a mental health struggle. Number six, you may be spending too much time engaging in toxic relationships. Engaging also includes thinking about how much of your time, mental energy, and emotional sanity are you giving away to people who are just not good for you. I know you know exactly what I'm talking about, and I'm sure there is much more to be said here, but I'll save it for a future episode. Number seven, you may be spending too much time shopping, especially grocery shopping or Amazon shopping. Ooh, I can relate to this one. I love shopping for just about anything, but I have to be really disciplined with myself around this because it's not just money that I can spend too much of, but it can really end up taking a huge chunk of my day and leave me tired and neglecting other things that are important to me or need to be done. Number eight, you may be spending too much time working. Again, it's that saying, are we living to work or are we working so that we can live Now, I personally get a lot of joy and fulfillment out of my coaching career, but there comes a point when working too much takes away from relationships, health, or just enjoying life. Is the money, the rank, the admiration, or feeling of value that you are seeking from work worth the time it's taking from living and enjoying your life and truly connecting with your most important people? Number nine, you may be spending too much time thinking about other people or talking about other people or worrying about what other people think of you, what he did, what he didn't do, what she said, what she didn't say, obsessing over how you came across to that person you pass in the grocery store. It's overthinking what everyone else must be thinking about you when in reality, most people are just thinking about themselves. And finally, number 10. You may be spending too much time on your addictions. Now, my definition of an addiction is obsessing about something to the point that the risks or harm caused by it outweighs the benefits or rewards you get from it. Now, obviously, this can include substance uses like drinking or using drugs, or it could be behavioral addictions like disordered eating behaviors, gambling, sex, self-harm, spending money or codependent relationships. But it can also apply to anything we've discussed so far, just being too obsessive about it, cleaning, exercising, worrying about what people think of you or worrying about how you look. Now, listen, I'm not an addictions expert, but from my own personal experience in recovery from a variety of these addictions, because I am a person who just has a tendency to be addicted to more of anything, at least for me personally, addictions always develop with good intentions. It's a way to self-soothe, to self-protect, to escape, or to meet some sort of inner need. But the reality is that our addictions can take over our lives to the point where we're simply not in charge anymore. I got to this place earlier this year. There's a saying in recovery, addiction is giving up everything for that one thing. Recovery is giving up that one thing for everything. So there you have it. Now, it goes without saying that these 10 things that you may be spending too much time on that I've mentioned in this episode require a basic level of common sense, okay? So don't take anything I've said out of proportion or use it as an excuse to stop exercising or handling basic responsibilities. Only you know what you might be spending too much time on. So take what you need from this episode and leave the rest. My question to you is this Are the things that you are spending time on truly necessary? Are they worth sacrificing your goals and dreams for? What are you saying no to by saying yes to the things on this list? Make sure that you're subscribed because I'm going to go deeper into this discussion of reclaiming your time. And we're going to talk about meaningful things that you could be spending more time on. I love you. I believe in you. And remember, you are valuable, you are worthy, and you are inherently lovable. I hope you found this episode to be inspiring and motivating. I want to hear what helped you, so be sure to come share your biggest takeaway in our Motivated Moms Facebook group at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash motivation for moms podcast. Now, I know you're feeling fired up and ready to put these concepts into action, but before you do, I have a give back request. If you would, please take 60 seconds and rate this podcast and write a review. Make sure you're subscribed so you don't miss any of the motivation we offer here. And if you would, share this podcast with another mama in your life who needs some motivation and positivity today. If you're ready for next level breakthroughs in your life, in your business, health, relationships, confidence, finances, productivity, apply for breakthrough coaching at motivationformoms.com. Thanks again for being here. Now go out there, take charge of your day, you beautiful, powerful, and incredible mama. I'll see you in the next episode.